Hi, Judge John Hodgman listeners. This is Biz Ellis. And I'm Teresa Thorne. And we are normally the hosts of a podcast called One Bad Mothers, a comedy podcast about parenting, not a parenting podcast. So you may be wondering, why are you here on my podcast download of my favorite show, Judge John Hodgman? Well, this week is Max Fun's Great Switcheroo, so all the hosts of Max Fun Podcasts are swapping shows this week. It's crazy! <laughs> so we are taking over the Judge John Hodgman show. I will be Judge Biz Ellis, and Teresa Thorne will be... Bailiff Teresa Thorne. Big leap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and this is happening everywhere. So you can find, for example, Judge John Hodgman over at risk, or you can find Bailiff Jesse Thorne at My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and stop podcasting yourself. Again, it's crazy. You'll hear more about this at the end of this episode. In the meantime, we hope you will sit back and enjoy us raining down some judgment. Welcome to the Judge John Hodgman podcast. This week, it may or may not take a village. Matt brings the case against his wife, Janine. They've recently had a new baby, and Matt thinks it's time to make friends with other parents of older children in a kind of parenting mentor situation. Janine thinks they're fine with the friends they've got. Who's right? Who's wrong? Only one woman can decide. Please rise as Judge Biz Ellis enters the courtroom and issues the obscure cultural reference. How are you feeling, Biz? You know what, Teresa? I was thinking a lot about this. And when I was young, I never needed anyone, right? Making love was just for fun. You know, but those days are gone, right? I'm living alone back then. I think of all my friends I've known. When I dial the telephone, nobody's home. All by myself. And this case makes me feel very much like that because it makes me think back to those times in my life before I had kids and my pre-expectations of what life was going to be like after I had my kids in terms of relationships with family, friends, my partner, and just how wistful and how off I was on those very things. And it'll be interesting to have parents as fresh as our Matt and Janine are today in terms of that raw sense of pre-parental expectations being met with post-baby life. Um, Matt and Janine, we want to thank you for joining us. Bailiff Teresa, please swear them in. Matt and Janine, please rise and raise your right hands. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God or whatever? I do. I do. Do you swear to abide by Judge Biz Ellis's ruling, despite the fact that she hasn't slept a whole night's worth of sleep for the last almost two years? I do. I do. Thank you. Judge Ellis, you may proceed. Thank you. Matt and Janine, I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, before we get started, can either of you tell me the original writer and singer of the obscure cultural reference uh, that I made upon entering the show for an immediate summary judgment uh, in your favor? Matt? Uh, Nora Jones? Nope. Okay. <laughs> uh, Though she's relaxing. <laughs> so, so she's very relaxing and wistful. Uh, Janine? 
I recognize it as a song, but I I can't tell you who. <laughs> fair, fair enough, guys. Fair enough. Uh, thank God I only still listen to music from the 1970s. The original singer was Eric Carmen, though many new people in the world might only attribute it to Celine Dion. Uh, oh. Yeah. But, but that's, that's not where I was going for. The more wistful, okay. lonely, sorrowful version is definitely <laughs> Eric Carmen. And now that we've gotten all through that, uh, I am very excited to be serving as judge today because normally I don't get to be too judgy. And so it is with great excitement that I say, Bailiff Teresa, I am ready to lay down some justice. Let's do it. Matt, you bring this case before the court. Please tell us your side of the story. All right. Uh, this case was actually submitted before we had kids um, to or a kid. I would like to make the effort to just make friends with one couple that have kids that live somewhat close to us that we can go to for advice and to complain and just kind of bounce ideas and opinions and that would speak into our relationship with our daughter and help us out in that. Okay, question. Do you guys do you guys have parents of your own? Yes. Okay. Uh, are they the kind of parents that you can call for for advice about kids, or has the time just gone so long that they have everything was perfect when they when they had you guys? Because that's what my mom always said. You guys were perfect. <laughs> I'd say <laughs> totally Janine unhelpful. definitely has parents that she calls and respects for advice. My parents are just a little bit. Uh, different. <laughs> so, uh, so I love my family, but um, it is the first grandchild, and they're really excited to help out um, with buying stuff. But I, <laughs> advice-wise, they're not quite there. Not quite there. So you, so you're hoping. So it's, it's less that you guys necessarily are able to reach out to relatives uh, on an easy basis for you. You in particular have a need to like maybe have somebody close by same generation same situation that you guys are going into uh to get to get advice yeah that's my ideal uh you're are, are you the first of your friends to have kids yes there's one couple that has had a daughter within the past year um, but we never, ever see them. Ah! <laughs> yes, they are actually on my list uh, of couples to pursue. Um, Is it too early to find the crux? I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, can I? I um, all right. All right. All right. How old are you guys? Oh, yeah. If good, I may good, judge. Good question. You may, Teresa Bailiff. <laughs> I'm, I'm 34. And I'm 28. Okay. Ah. All right. Janine, as yeah. the older woman. Wiser <laughs> and more experienced. <laughs> the more experienced older woman, uh, or as I like to call myself, who's in that position, old mom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> why don't you tell us your side of the case? Because what Matt's saying on some level, yeah, who doesn't want helpful advice from people with brand new children uh, whose children are nothing like yours? <laughs> tell, tell us a little bit about your side of the case. 
Um, my side of the case is that we are already pretty busy, uh, even before having our daughter. And so I don't feel like I have time to be making new friends. Um, I also feel like oh, wait, I can I have, ask you, I'm sorry, real quick. You said busy. Are you guys both working full time? We're both working full time. Yeah. I just started back to work about two weeks ago. So how uh, old is the baby? 12 weeks. 12 weeks and you just started back. Our maternity system should be on trial is what is happening. Awful. Anyway, okay. Go yes. ahead. Sorry, continue with your side of the case. Um, I also feel like I, I, because I do have a good relationship with my parents where I, um, I respect their advice. I call them a lot for that. I get, and my sister and sister-in-law just had their first kid. So I feel like I'm getting a lot of that advice and commiserating with them. Um, so I don't feel like I, I need to make friends on top of that to, um, to find help. Okay, uh, Janine, a question for you. Now that you guys have had kids, I mean, and you guys are really still in the new of it. I mean, 12 weeks is nothing. <laughs> I mean, like it's so, I mean, it feels like an eternity, it but, but it is, I mean, like, so uh, empathetically, I can say, I know how tired you are. I know how drained you are. I know how emotionally depleted you are, both of you having to work. And um, it, it is, it is a really weird time. And uh, I know that Bailiff Teresa and I have often shared with each other how everybody's around sort of that initial moment the baby is born. And then it's like, good luck. <laughs> And, and, and people are gone. So I'm wondering, you say that you have a strong uh, friendship base, and, and part of your evidence that you submitted to the show was a very impressive long list of friends uh, that you guys stay socially committed to. Uh, so I guess I have two questions for you. One, how has it and how has that changed uh, now that you've had a baby, uh, both for y'all's perspective as a couple have you been super active after having the baby with your friends and have well let's answer that question first have you guys as the new parents feel do you feel like you've been able to maintain uh, your duties with your friends in terms of maintaining <laughs> those relationships I think so um, Matt and I lead a small group through our church and mm. so we kind of have to once a week <laughs> maintain some of those relationships um, but on top of that like on weekends we'll go over to people's houses for dinner or this past weekend we went to a cider festival with a group of friends um, so I, I think we've done pretty well at that and they've been really wonderful to offer to babysit for us um, they, I have one friend that's watching her right now. And then last week we had a couple of friends babysit while we went out and had a date night. So I feel like it's kind of been, we've been committed to make things work and hang out with people. And they've also been really wonderful to step in and help us. Wow. I don't think I left my house for the first year. <laughs> so you know, we should have really belonged to churches. We should have belonged to churches. <laughs> we absolutely should have. Don't think I don't go there sometimes in my mind for the like uh, because because I, there is definitely a sense of community. Uh, and I, I remember my mother even saying to me once with my first kid, my first kid, I don't even count her anymore. With my my first child um, and how isolated I felt. You know, she's like, I know you're not particularly religious, but you can always 
go to church to, you know, hang out. There are groups. There are support groups. There are, you know, people who want to hang out with you, um, despite your potty, potty sailor mouth. Um, <laughs> but, uh, all right. Um, so, Matt, I just want to come back to you. I'm, I'm listening to Janine. Do you agree that you guys have been able to maintain this commitment with your friends over these last 12 weeks? I absolutely agree. So everything that she said um, is true. We, we've gone to birthday parties. We've taken her out to, uh, to restaurants. Um, we've traveled with her. And we've been trying on our part to definitely stay committed to the friendships that we have. Can I ask you guys a possibly non-funny question? Uh, and that is, you're 12 weeks in. You guys have been remarkably committed to your friends, uh, which I, I just have to tell you, is it really is impressive. All sarcasm and joking aside, it's because it's really hard right after you have a kid um, to balance that out. Have you guys had any moments where you feel like it's too much, that you feel like, like maybe it's working now, but you're not sure you can commit? I, the best example I can give is my husband and I, long before children, we would have this huge commitment. It was like in our vows to do this amazing Halloween display every year, right? And we do it, and it's really fun, and we scare the neighborhood kids, and then we had Katie Bell, and the first year it was okay. We had a sitter, and the second year she's like two, and like, okay, we have the sitter, but we have to be a little more quiet. <laughs> then by three, wait, she wants to go trick-or-treating, and that's when we're supposed to be doing the trick-or-treating uh, at our house. And now she's six and our son is almost two. And I, I said to Stefan, I don't know if I can do this anymore, even though it's really important to me. Have you had any moments where you really wanted to pull back and just kind of get insular? Uh, I think the hardest thing for us right now is our, our relationship. And we've had some good things over the past week where we've been able to sit down and just have time with each other. But I do feel like the the thing that's suffering the most right now is just my relationship with, with Janine. Um, because when we have a moment, we usually serve the other person by taking the kid right. um, rather than spending time with each other. Uh, I also, we are trying to not lead the group, um, the the small group that Janine mentioned mm -hmm. on on the next kind of iteration i think they call it quarters <laughs> but we uh we we told that to somebody who's uh, you know kind of runs all of the the groups and we told that to him on sunday and he's like yeah i think you guys can do it <laughs> and we're like, uh, okay so we're trying to we're trying to kind of pare down some of those commitments because um, i don't feel like i'm doing everything well um, and so I don't want to just add things if I can't do them well. Right. And that includes possibly going out and making even more friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but. No, no, no. I, I know the yeah. but. We'll come back to the but. Yeah. Uh, Janine, sure. uh, how do you feel about all this right now? Well, definitely for the first four weeks of having her, I felt like anything I mean, just getting out of bed was difficult, right? <laughs> and um, and taking care of her. But as we, as like time went on, it got a little easier every time I tried to take her out and like get groceries. Um, 
it got a little easier. The hardest thing right now for me is working and trying to take care of her. Um, I think I tell Matt every day I can't live like this. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I laugh because I have literally stood in my bathroom by myself saying to myself, how on earth did it get like this? Right? Like that's, yes. you know, like, like same as it ever was. This is not my beautiful house. This is not my beautiful <laughs> life, you know? Like, so go ahead. Uh, yeah, I that's been the hardest. Like, I, I feel like if if it was just me taking care of her and connecting with friends um, and I didn't have the working 40 hours on top of that, <laughs> I could make it work. But it's it's doing doing the work on top of that, that it's like something has to change. Um, I can't keep doing at this pace. Um, Matt, at the beginning of the. Uh, the beginning of this, uh, when you were stating your case, uh, you were talking about what you were looking for in an ideal parent friend. So I was wondering what your expectations are of that friendship and how uh, you feel you could go about finding that perfect parent couple friend. So ideally, I'd like someone that is a kind of in the sweet spot of a little bit ahead of us. So someone that has a kid that's in between one and five, I guess. I don't know. Uh, and <laughs> has kind of gone through, yeah, has <laughs> gone through the stuff that we're going through now and can lend a, a an ear to listen, can ask questions on things that we haven't even thought of. Uh, I'd like them to live in Kansas City, which is where we're located, so that we can actually go and, and see them together as a, a family or as a couple, um, so people that we can actually hang out with. I mean, have you not received all the unsolicited advice that just <laughs> comes right away with childbirth? I, I honestly don't think we have Janine Janine there's been a few things of how like oh you should unswaddle her she doesn't like she wants her arms free when she sleeps I'm like that it's not yeah, true. so I mean, yeah, so I think my point. My point is, I think uh, the advice and the insight that you might get from this perfect friends that whose child is just like your child and sees parenting just like you see parenting. Um, you know, have you gotten anything even close to that yet from people? Not much. I, We've gotten a little bit. It's, okay. Yeah, and a, a lot of the advice that we've gotten is from uh, Janine's sister and sister-in-law. But that's not enough. That I I feel <laughs> like right now they're kind of in the same situation we are and trying to figure things out. And a lot of the times that they talk to Janine, uh -huh. it, it makes her compare our kid to their kid mm -hmm. and makes her actually more anxious about our kid because uh, for instance her sister's kid is just really quiet and kind of chill and ours is definitely not like that yeah yeah that's this is my most painful discovery as a parent is that children are nothing alike yes. and it's so unfortunate it can happen in your own family which is even more unsettling um 
You know, uh, for uh, this is a question for both of you guys. Uh, we'll start with Janine this time. Uh, before we had kids, and even when after we had kids, I'm not sure Stefan and I even liked parents at all. <laughs> um, do you? Uh, how do you guys feel? about other people with kids in general outside of your own circle of friends. Janine, I mean, when you hear mom friends or oh. parent friends, uh, <laughs> yeah. what, what, how does that make you feel? I think that's one of the hardest things is because most of the people that we know, they just seem so, <laughs> they seem so happy <laughs> 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 about like being a mom and, uh-huh. and being a wife. And I'm like, I just, I don't feel like they would understand <laughs> me being frustrated or cursing my situation or right yeah yeah, yeah. i feel yes. like i might be judged well so it, it seems actually really uh difficult to be friends with other mothers right the we're horrible <laughs> um uh matt how about you? Mom friends. Well, not for you. Dad. Well, dad friends are cool. They go out and leave the moms at home and have beers. Uh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. That's not at all accurate. <laughs> um, how uh, parent friends. Uh, did, did you always like them even before wanting them? I've never really had parent friends. And so I still I, I don't know what that looks like to have a really good friend that's also a dad. Um, do you want, Matt, what is the problem with letting parent friends happen organically? I mean, you guys are just 12 weeks into this. Uh, I know that most of the ones that I wound up actually liking, uh, in terms of our circle of friends with kids. And I remember how surprised I was when I actually liked some (laughs) and I liked their kids. Uh, it was a very organic process. Uh, do you, you seem very meticulous about going about, I mean, I think you made a list. I think you were observing uh, people, uh, really narrowing it down in sort of a database format. What's the problem with letting it just happen organically? So I think uh, there is benefits to allowing it to happen organically. But I think even with more opportunities, you still need to take that effort and someone needs to do the, the first step. So the only organic process that I see without actually making that effort of pursuing friendship with uh, a couple is if we, you know, our friends are having kids and some of them are pregnant now and they kind of have kids and then our group has kids in it. But I still feel like then we are the, the line leaders. We're the people that they'll go to, to ask questions of or to hang out with. Um, and that's okay, but I'm really looking for someone that's a little bit ahead of us. <laughs> you become the very thing that you are looking for, Matt. <laughs> yes. Uh, and I do think it can happen organically with some of the couple on the list because we do see them in passing. It's not like we're going up to random strangers and saying, Hey, I want to be your friend. It's eh, nothing wrong with it. That... <laughs> <laughs> it. It's awkward, but sometimes yeah. it works. <laughs> so these these people aren't just like randos that I threw darts at. It's people that <laughs> we be a bad way to start off your friendship, Matt. <laughs> yes, I, I think so. I think so. Uh, Janine, uh, why don't you want to make new friends? <laughs> um. Well, I think part of it is that Matt is an extreme extrovert, so he wants to be friends with everybody he meets. 
He's and also in his 20s. Ha-cha-cha. Yes. He's young. He's vivacious. He has the energy for that. Yeah. Whereas I'm, <laughs> I'm more introverted and I'm older and set in my ways. Right. You're just an old lady who wants to sit around and do puzzles. I feel like I'm talking right. to myself. Um, so I just don't, I feel like I, yeah, if the, it just happened organically and I didn't really have to work at it that much, fine. I would take new friends. But I feel like... I have really great friends now um, that I'm struggling to keep in touch with that I would rather invest my energy in. Are they meeting your needs as a new mom? I think that they will. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. As they have kids. I mean, I think eventually it will be where we can share stories about our kids and what we've tried and what what works and what hasn't worked. Well, but I, I just want to say, I also, I really do see Matt's side of the story uh, in terms of the parent friends. I can remember when we organically made some friends. We were the first to have kids uh, in, in our circle of friends. And we went through the, we had some really supportive friends, and then we had some who just didn't know any better, you know, and we had the whole, oh, you know, yeah, no one invited you to that party because we just, you never go out anyway. <laughs> you know? So we just assumed, what was the point of putting you on the invitation? It's nothing personal. Um, but then we made some friends in the park with kids uh, the same age, uh, made these friends sort of organically. And I can remember very clearly going to their house uh, with all of our kids. So we had the one-year-old, they all had one-year-olds. And there was something really beautiful about that chaos where your kid's wandering off because once they start walking, they just wander off. And it's really hard to have a conversation with another adult because your kids are literally going in opposite directions. And there was this great Zen moment of like, no one cared. No one gave you the stink face. No one made you feel weird that you were like mid-sentence and then walking at the same time and that you were like grabbing their child and their child, was, they were grabbing your Like There was nothing more relaxing about being in that moment. So I totally get what Matt is looking for. So I, I guess... What's the harm in starting to pursue that and lay that out now, Janine? I think I think if he could maybe help create space for that in my life then and, and figure out what would happen, <laughs> I would have to give up to make that happen. Well, show show maybe. us the time, Matt. That's right. Well, Where is the time? So, but why can't, can't Matt just go off and do this on his own? Matt, yeah, why can't you great. go off and do this on your own? Oh, don't think you're getting off easy with this, Janine, because I have a follow-up for you. But Matt, why can't you go out and do this on your own? So... I mean, besides let's, loving your wife. Let's give uh, <laughs> the park as kind of an example. So if I had Emberly, at, even at age one, and I took her out to the park, and there are a group of moms that were there that also had their kids, I would feel kind of awkward to just approach a group of moms with their kids <laughs> and be like, hey, it is weird, do you yeah. want to be friends with me, the dad? Yeah. And, <laughs> you, you know, and so I do think that there's still a part of our society that... Yes says men around kids is not as comfortable or is not as okay. Yeah, but aren't there any with, dads hanging out at the park with you at the same time? Uh, again, I I don't I don't know dads that I hang Are out with. Are you really going to a park? Uh, we do have a park <laughs> that we we walk It's usually by. empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. No one goes empty. to parks. <laughs> I do. Um, I know. We're, yes. So I like that idea of going to a park and starting up a conversation and and whatnot. I do think the conversation would be a lot easier if Janine was also present Mm. to kind of be the liaison 
between the creepy dad and it's no longer the creepy dad it's the couple the happy couple maybe right <laughs> so sure sure the facade <laughs> of the happy couple who's happy with their baby and everything's going great and it's all perfect let's don't start our new friendships off with lies guys let's you want if you yeah. want people who will respond the way you're hoping you've got to be brutally honest with them and if they look at you funny walk away Um, Now, Janine, having somebody, having met, let's just say in some perfect world, there's a park where dads go and hang out with their children and it's not creepy or weird. (laughs) No one's calling the police to be about the large group of men and their toddlers. Um, And Matt started hanging out with dad friends and then dad and wife families. And it very easily falls in the pattern of sure, just go. Just just take them. Uh, are you not concerned that you're losing even more opportunity for the two of you guys to be spending time together with Emberly, uh, and this just becomes something he gets to go do that's fun while you're stuck not doing anything fun? <laughs> I hadn't thought of that. You're I, welcome. I think, <laughs> I think that's when I would probably do, like, some self-care activity like I would journal or I would read a book or some of those things that I go running that I can't do now right um, Bailiff Therese said this is highly highly out of order uh-huh. but it looks like you have something to say yeah I do <laughs> thanks. thanks judge um, so uh, Matt you had submitted uh, evidence uh, showing sort of your list of potential couple parent friends. Um, and I, I mean, I think it's, I, I hear your, your concern about sort of picking up friends at the park um, <laughs> and how that could, that could go wrong. Um, but what about like making dad friends with some of these, like some of these dads? It wouldn't even have to be one dad. It could be, you know, multiple different, guys that you feel like you actually like and like there's I mean there's the possibility of you know hey I have Emberly on Saturday afternoon for four hours like do you guys do you guys want to meet up at the park and doing like um you know a, a dad date a dad with your jog kids. or something yeah I mean I don't like that to me doesn't seem uh as awkward as going out and trying to talk to a group of moms and um could you do that? Yes, I could do that. I do want Janine to also have mom friends. So I do think that what you suggest is a good way to kind of start. Um, but part of me does want to include my wife in those things. Well, what if Janine makes a dad friend? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be okay with that. <laughs> that that's cool, guys. It's all good. What? Well, uh, yeah, but seriously, a lot of times, you know, the the friends that we made started because me and his yeah. dad were hanging out talking about what kind of protein can I feed my kid? I'm all out of ideas outside of salami. Well, it's also <laughs> a lot easier for, I think Janine might have more, more motivation and interest in becoming friends with maybe a partner of somebody mm-hmm. you become friends with after you already discover how much you like this person and they're kind of hanging around a lot. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah, also, one, yeah, also why 
why does this have to happen right now? Have you heard of the internet? I mean, it offers some horrible unsolicited parenting advice, <laughs> way more than you're going to get from new friends. Uh, and you can just hang up on that if you don't like what that is. But if it's your new friend, it gets really awkward. Uh, or, you know, books. There are actually some very helpful books uh, out there that, that kind of let you know that this is normal. I mean, all you're really looking for, to be honest, is somebody to tell you it's normal and you're doing okay. Um, So that's got to be out there somewhere. I don't know. Possibly on another podcast or something. Maybe that's out there. Somebody, I think there's one other podcast that may tell you you're doing a good job. You're doing great. What's the? It's okay that your kid is screaming. Yeah, it's okay. Trust me, mine never has stopped. But like, what? Why right now, Matt? This is this for me. This is my last question that I have. Why right now? What's the urgency? I think that. there's the trap of falling into like, well, when she gets to this age, we'll have more time. Or when she gets to this age, it'll be easier. <laughs> True. And just falling into that cycle of, well, that's a good thing. And I think we should make time for it. But we'll make time for it when X happens. And I will say that I do, um, one of the reasons, I do like your podcast quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Thank you. The, you the difference between your podcast <laughs> and like just, so, uh, you know, online searches is that you come at it from a very relational angle where you're talking with another mom and you're sharing your stories and you're asking about questions that neither of you have thought about. And I, I think that there is something valuable to having that face-to-face conversation right. as opposed to typing into Google, um, is it okay if my kid hasn't pooped for six days, you know? Because um, those answers are the worst. And do not do an image search with anything no. you ever ask about your child. Yeah. But you're right. I, do, I am looking for someone that is willing to just listen and hear us out and kind of nod along knowingly and then tell us that it's going to be okay. All right. I've, I've heard enough of this. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm good. I need somebody to be more of a jerk for a minute so I can say shut your pie hole. Okay. Because I've been waiting to oh, say that. Like, to me? Entire, do you want to say it to I me? I can't say it to you. You're the judge. That yeah, wouldn't be can, deferential enough. I can totally be a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, any? Matt, I have a question. Oh, good. Hey, uh, I hope, I hope hey, it's insightful. Yeah. Hey, Matt, um, when are you guys going to hang out with new friends? Uh, Shut your pie hole. You don't have time <laughs> to hang out with new friends. <laughs> Oof. Well, you guys have presented a very difficult case for me. I'm going to go into my chambers AKA, I'm going to go hide in the bathroom and have some quiet time without my children bothering me uh, to consider my decision. I'll be on my iPhone if you need me. (laughs) (laughs) Please rise as Judge Biz Ellis exits the courtroom. Uh, Janine. Yes. Are your current friends ever judgmental about stuff about you being a new mom? Uh... Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> Not to your face. <laughs> no, I think they can tell that I'm like on the brink of tears every <laughs> every time they see me. So they're they're pretty sensitive, actually. That's great. It's so important to have friends who are not going to judge you. Yeah. Do you think that it's possible that your 
fears about some of the potential new mom friends that you could have, uh, your fears that they're going to judge you is in some way kind of you being judgmental of them? Yes. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I think not that, yeah, that's probably true. <laughs> Matt, so why is it that you and Janine have such seem to have such different perceptions about how much time is available for new new activities like making new friends? I don't I actually don't think that we're perceiving time. It's mainly energy. So I think that there <laughs> is actual time during the week that we could do these things. And I think Janine would even admit that. But I do know that my wife um, is an introvert. She has to really psych herself up to meet new people. Um, so I know that the energy toll is more for her than it is for me. Janine, how do you like your chances? Well, I felt really good going into this, and now I'm, I'm a little less certain. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and Matt? I, I don't. I think Janine's going to win. We'll find out in just a minute when Judge Biz Ellis re-enters the courtroom. You're listening to Judge John Hodgman. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne. Of course, the Judge John Hodgman podcast always brought to you by you, the members of MaximumFun.org. Thanks to everybody who's gone to MaximumFun.org slash join. And you can join them by going to MaximumFun.org slash join. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Aura. A-U-R-A. It's a simple but meaningful gift that you can give your mom or your dad or your step-grandparent or your uncle or your friend or anyone that you want to keep connected in your life who might not live near you. It's a digital picture frame from Aura. It's perfect for sharing pics of all the things that those friends can't be there for, from family vacations to grandkids' graduation to whatever. I have one of these, and I got one for my dad. And I got one for my mother-in-law. And it's amazing. We look at the photos all day long, and we're able to easily update their Aura frames so they see all the latest pictures from our lives as well. It comes with unlimited storage, simple controls on the frame. You can upload as many photos as you want, and your mom or your dad or your stepdad or your stepmom or your friend or whatever can pick the perfect one. And it takes only about two minutes to set up. Seriously. See why it was named the number one digital frame by Wirecutter, uh, The Strategist, and Wired Magazine. Right now, you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frame with code Hodgman. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com, promo code Hodgman. Terms and conditions apply. The Judge John Hodgman podcast is also brought to you this week by Babbel. Okay, it's 2024, 2024. Oh, if hindsight were 2020, I I don't know what I would have done differently. All I know is that I'm taking every day in this year and trying to get better a little bit every day. That's what you do. That's the way progress is made, step by step, day by day, bird by bird. And that's the way it is when you're learning anything, especially a new language with Babbel. 
And if Babbel can help you start speaking language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in the rest of this whole year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars to private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts, real human beings, to help you start speaking a new language in as little as one, two, three weeks. Studies from Michigan State University, Yale University, and others continue to prove that Babbel is better. And that's not just the Yale football team putting their thumb on the scale because they love learning Indonesian from Babbel. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Take that, Yale, I guess. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but this is only for our listeners at babbel.com slash Hodgman. Please rise as Judge Biz Ellis re-enters the courtroom. Well, Matt and Janine, I want to thank you both for bringing this case to our attention. It is an important one that I do think many, many people are actually going through. Uh, I, w I want to start off by talking a little bit about something that was addressed by both of you, a concern that you have uh, about judgment and guilt uh, and how that can go both ways, uh, in, especially in terms of talking to people with kids and without kids. It can come at you from every direction, uh, even from your, your best friends <laughs> with kids or parents or relatives. I think uh, that there is absolutely no escaping, in particular in the first year of having kids, not questioning every, every single thing that you are doing as a parent and not feeling super guilty about the choices that you're making and not second guessing yourself. This is literally 90% of how you spend your day, I think, as a new parent. <laughs> and it is, it is next to impossible to see somebody. I, I can remember so clearly uh, all the things I judged about other people uh, with their kids before I had kids and when I had kids uh, and how absolutely wrong I have been about it in retrospect, uh, only through years and years of having kids. And I would have kicked myself in the knee for even having said those very words of, now that I've had kids for a while. There's something horrible about hanging out with people who've had kids for a while <laughs> because we can't keep our mouth shut. Um, and we're pretty sure that whatever worked for our kid I, I you know I can remember a friend coming over with her daughter who's a little bit younger than Katie Bell trying to get a jacket on her kid and the kid is just having a fit what? the kid will not put that jacket on and that mom is just cramming that kid in the jacket it is like the worst thing I have ever seen in my life and I thought well because we take such time with our darling Katie Bell to get her into her jacket and we talk about it and we work on it and she has never once screamed about putting her jacket on or putting sunscreen on or whatever. Uh, we are doing an amazing job and they are doing a horrible job. Or the opposite, their child is sleeping through the night and suddenly what are they doing that I'm not doing? This is somehow my fault as opposed to my kid's not a screamer, but the next one is. Okay, so I, I, I want to say that be careful what you wish for in general 
both of you from both sides uh, in terms of uh, seeking advice or even leaving your house because <laughs> it can be fraught with with peril. Um, that said, there are some really great people out there who have kids and some really great people out there without kids who can be incredibly supportive and helpful in terms of what you are going through. Because I think the end result is just looking for somebody to say that it's okay. And it this is what worked for me. It may not work for you, but keep trying and you're doing you're doing a good job. And the other big takeaway I think is when it comes to friendships, the most important one is the one between the two of you. And that is the one that is going to need the most work. And which is a horrible thing to have to say. No one wants to hear that it's going to be a lot of work. But it is. That is the friendship relationship that needs your focus and attention more than anything else because it is going to kind of keep going like this for a while. You're both working. Your kid is going to sleep. Your kid is not going to sleep. Uh, One week, one of you is going to have more time. The next week, the other one may have more time. Or you might go for a really long stretch of time where one seems to be able to get to do whatever they want and the other person in the relationship is not. And that's difficult. And I totally appreciate the need for having a, a large community of friends But I must emphasize that if you were to put that same effort into your own relationship, that is going to be the most rewarding. With that said, I am going to side, is that what he says? (laughs) I am going to side with Janine on this one Um, because, and here's why, is because I honestly feel that this first year is a really tough year. You guys are going above and beyond, in both of you, in terms of maintaining the friendships that you have. And the fact that you guys have ample opportunities right now to be amongst peers, especially with the church, which is a really great um, resource for you guys. It sounds like you have supportive friends. It sounds like you could go to these friends and very clearly say, this is what we need. Because I'm not sure it's advice per se that you're looking for as much as it is a sounding board. Because you guys know what's best for your daughter, whether you know it or not. You guys are amazing parents. And you guys know what's right and know when it's not working out and know when to shift. And what you just need are people in your life for you to run this by and to say, that sounds good. And there's nothing wrong with asking your friends to say, that sounds good. And you're doing a good job. Uh, Would you like me to say something else to you? Okay. All that said, if this was later on in life, I might have weighed in differently. And so I am ordering both of you to continue to look for opportunities to make new friends with kids. And when you see those opportunities, no matter how tired you are, <laughs> to make the effort to try and pursue those. 
Uh, and that goes for both of you. So if somebody says, hey, I really like those people and I know you're really tired, but could we do brunch? And remember, everything doesn't have to be at night. Brunches are great. My kids all woke up at 5 a.m. and so were these other friends that we met. So we were all having 7 a.m. playdates. And it was life changing because that's a really long stretch of time to be awake with your baby. <laughs> so <laughs> look for opportunities and promise each other that you will take them. Uh, and with that said, you guys really aren't doing a really good job. And I just I think you guys are killing it. Thank and you. That's it. <laughs> that is helpful to hear. Matt, how do you feel about the judge's decision? I feel pretty good. Uh, I agree that I'd like to really pursue my wife and that that takes priority over meeting new friends. Um, and it is also helpful to just keep eyes open and look for those opportunities. Janine, how about you? I'm super excited. <laughs> A little bit relieved. <laughs> uh, but also, I, I mean, I like what you said about like being open to, um, to making new friends. And I think that that will, I'm hoping that that will happen more organically as she uh, goes to daycare or um, starts school and we start, she makes friends, we make friends with the parents type of thing. Yeah, there's 12 weeks, guys. It, again, it feels like an eternity, but you guys have a long, there's a long game. It's a long game you guys are playing here. Yeah. And and it these opportunities are going to come up um, a lot as you go forward. I mean, trust me, the moment that kids start rolling over and crawling, I mean, there's so many new things you get to do in terms of being around other people and, and events. I mean, it's weird to go to like a sing-along with your baby just laying there. <laughs> um, so again, this is a really tough time, guys, and you guys are doing great. Well, thank you both for being on the Judge John Hodgman podcast. Thank you. Back for another game. You know it. What's going on? Just one more week till Max Fun Drive. <laughs> Hard to believe. It's been a heck of a year since the last one. We're now a worker-owned co-op. We raised $50,000 for charity last year. And we've added a bunch of awesome new shows. But do you think we're ready to do it again? Absolutely. Lovely new gifts are lined up. The episodes will be amazing. And wait till everyone hears the bonus content. Yeah, plus they know to go to MaximumFun.org newsletter, so they're getting all the news. Oh, like that meetup day is on Thursday, March 21st. Then what's bothering you? Me? Oh, nothing. We're all set for Max Fun Drive to start on Monday, March 18th. I just didn't want you to see this coming. Check. What? Hang on! Most of the plants humans eat are technically grass. Most of the asphalt we drive on is almost a liquid. The formula of WD-40 is San Diego's greatest secret. Zippers were invented by a Swedish immigrant love story. On the podcast Secretly Incredibly Fascinating, we explore this type of amazing stuff. Stuff about ordinary topics like cabbage and batteries and socks. Topics you'd never expect to be the title of the podcast. Secretly Incredibly Fascinating. Find us by searching for the word secretly in your podcast app. And at MaximumFun.org. Wow. Yeah. It's so weird to actually get to tell somebody what to do in terms of parenting. I know. Versus 
our usual was, MO, which is like whatever you're doing, whatever is you're fine. doing is fine. <laughs> no, it is true. It was really hard to use like another side of my brain. I will, and a little scary. I will say. I was like, hmm, what, are, did, what are they doing wrong? How did you feel about my judging? How did you feel about the Great. ruling? Because I, I will it. say, I totally get Matt's side of the case. Yeah. I 100% get yeah. his desire yeah. to get some more people in to, to, he, like, to yeah. help mentally as the yeah. mental game. Yeah. I just kind of felt like he had lost sight of... The fact that they really have that, they have that already in yeah. terms of a supportive friend base that so that, that lots of people don't have, and it, it is great, you know, like it's so good. And I also can see the benefits for Janine of getting out with some. I mean, you know, not all not all of us are awful. Some of us are really good. And yeah. It is kind of good. Yeah. I, I I was sharing with you when Stefan was saying you should really go hang out with Teresa Thorne. Oh yeah. I was like, and I had my child was like three and a half, well, four. Yeah. She was like four, and I was yeah. just like, yeah, I I know I should. I know. But I'm like really tired, and like, is this how I want to spend my like two hours? I know. I don't even know if I'll like this person. Yeah, I don't know. I know. I'm sure she is great. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. do I really need another great person? <laughs> In my, my life. life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All if right. I hadn't done it. <laughs> I know. I That's, know. See? Let's not go there. So, yeah. so, again, I totally get Matt. Make new friends, but keep the old. One is silver, and the other gives horrible parenting advice. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, this was a lot of fun. It was. Um, we want to thank uh, Julia Smith for uh, producing the show and helping us put this together. Yep. Um, and we want to thank uh, John and Jesse for giving us the opportunity to do this. Um, <laughs> our show, if you guys haven't heard it, is One Bad Mother. You can find it by searching for One Bad Mother in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also find it at MaximumFun.org. Um, and I think you probably have a pretty good idea of what you're getting with that. Um, <laughs> more swears, though. Yeah. There, there, there are a lot this, of swears. But more swearing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, less judging, more swearing. <laughs> um, and uh, this week, um, also, we just launched a really exciting project, our Parenting Merit Badges, um, which are hilarious and also beautifully designed. Uh, we have a cute little video on Kickstarter. So go over to Kickstarter, um, check out our Parenting merit badges video and share them with a parent friend or a non-parent friend um, and you can follow us on Twitter at One Bad Mothers or at Biz Ellis or at Teresa Thorne you can find us on Facebook we're around it's guys. the internet guys yeah. we're on it you guys are familiar <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. Um, this week, also with the great switcheroo, Max Fun's great switcheroo, be sure to find John Hodgman. He is hosting Risk this week. Um, Bailiff Jesse is hosting uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me, as well as Stop Podcasting Yourself. So you can find those guys there. Um, and One Bad Mother is being hosted this week by <laughs> Dave Shumka and Graham Clark of Stop Podcasting Yourself. <laughs> Um, so thanks to Michelle Heflin for suggesting this week's case name. To suggest a name for a future case, you can like us on Facebook. The podcast regularly puts out a call for episode title suggestions on the Judge John Hodgman Facebook page. And if you have a case for the judge, submit it at www.maximumfun.org slash JJHO. 
I have been your guest bailiff, Teresa Thorne. And I have been your guest judge, Biz Ellis. Julia Smith produces the show. Mark McConville is the editor. Thanks for joining us for the Judge John Hodgman podcast. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.